Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You can't handle the truth. The truth. The truth. The truth. truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. Quiet, quiet, quiet. But Bobby Poop has the number. He's going to ask a very simple, easy question. Now, please enjoy the truth cast with your host, Thomas Luge and Little Dicky Ricketts. Oh, it's true or false. Hello, I am Thomas Luge, and welcome to another episode of the Truth Cast that is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism Cast. And as always, I am here with my partner, Mr. Little Dicky Ricketts. Hey, Thomas, this is exciting for me. I won free tickets to a movie theater at the Royal Oak Main Art Theater. Hmm. And I found a like-minded kindred of truth-telling outside. And uh, I invited him to be on the show, and he said he would. And that is why we are here today. I like talking about Hollywood stuff, and this guy has his finger on the pulse. Please welcome to the Truthcast, my new friend, Bob Coffey. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, uh, just uh, earlier today, I was over at um, Great Lakes Coffee on uh, Michigan Avenue. And uh, and I walked in and I had one of those uh, uh, coffee drinks. It was a mocha frappuccino. No, it was like a black coffee with like uh, a black sp- coffee. Right, it was like okay. a black coffee and uh, they had ice in it and uh, it was colder than regular coffee. And they put a straw in it. It was like a like an iced coffee. Drink. Iced tea mm. coffee. Right. Well, there wasn't any tea in it, but it was like iced coffee. It was like iced oh, coffee. Oh, iced tea coffee. Mm. Hold the tea. Right. That's mm. actually how I ordered it. It's good that they helped you out. It sounds very fancy. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, you, it, was a, it was a clear cup. Oh, most movie theaters, Thomas, don't even sell coffee. Mm. But when Bob Coffee goes there, they best get out the coffee maker. Mm. Well, I have a coffee flask that I like to bring. I, it's like, like, it used to have bourbon in it, but I got rid of the bourbon because it's like I like coffee. That's probably a good thing. We're not going to ever speak of the previous two episodes again, but Thomas is back on the wagon. So I was worried a flask might, you know, maybe set him off. Oh, well, yeah, it's just coffee. Okay. No, I, I am I'm feeling good now, Dickie. I am back on track. Uh, I am leveling my uh, remote viewing skills up back again. I am back up to level four. I am happy to announce. That is wonderful, Thomas. We all love you. And don't you forget about me. That was the movie we were seeing when we met up at the Main Art Theater. We were seeing the midnight screening of The Breakfast Club. And Bob Coffey knew every single line of John Bender's speech when he's talking about his bad dad. Can you do some of that for us, Bob? Yeah. Uh, he was like, uh, stupid, lazy, no good. Go give, shut up, bitch. Go give me a chicken pot pie. 
oh, I felt like Brian Johnson on account of the fact that I was a nerd in high school. Yeah. I know that's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. You guys probably thought I was more of an Andy type on account of my athletic build. I, I did. I, got, it's like, I can see that. Oh, you sweet talker, you. <laughs> yeah. You have a very stout frame. No, yes, very, like very good for football. American or Portuguese? Australian. Oh, uh, we're big in Australia. They do everything good. Did you know in Australia they play football with boomerangs? That's a true fact, Bob. Oh, no. And did you know in... Um, I don't... It sounded don't, like you were doing an Australian accent <laughs> I was for a try, I was trying not to be disrespectful there. I was trying to like... We have a I was lot like, of listeners in Australia. I know. Uh, well, uh, you know, they've got that football with the bowling here in uh, in Michigan. They got the, the Follin. Follin? Which is football, like bowling. Like they threw, knock down the bowling pins with the football. Can you use the bumpers? You can it doesn't have the same effect because the ball's in the air and they don't really use the bumpers. But like you literally set the ball and it's falling. You should Google it. Okay, I will. I know they probably have falling at the Star Theater behind the Main Art Theater, but I like to support independent. I, you know, I was upset because uh, I was I was I was walking to uh, I was walking through downtown Royal Oak as I do to get my exercise. Thomas, I, I'd like to exercise, mm. and I walked by a theater. That had a typo on the name, and I was like, and I can't. I went in there, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure you misspelled your sign. What no, was nobody, it? no, you don't. Uh, John Lennon didn't have a song called Imagine. Mm. Oh, and they and they had me leave. They had me get out. Now they're like, get. Did they not know that you are on the world's forefront of? Breaking a huge internet conspiracy revolving. I told them. I, I told involving them, movies. I told them my grandfather was neighbors with the man who invented liquid paper. <gasps> now, Michael Nesmith. Yeah, from the he, monkeys? Was, he was neighbors. Now, with could him. could it maybe not be a typo and be uh, a result of the Mandela effect? Well, I didn't. You know, they didn't say that. They immediately just said, "You need to go." Most um, non-truth seekers wouldn't even be aware of the Mandela effect. Were they playing the Sinbad movie from the Mandela effects? They might have been, but uh, oh. isn't the Mandela effect where it's like you think you remember it like a specific way, but it's actually some way else? Am I correct? Or, yes, sir. Is that right? Yes, yes. That would yes, that would Mr. be Coffee. the Mandela. So, yeah, in like trivia uh, rooms when they they call those the Mandela. We yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to question number four to be a Mandela. And it's, no, I am your father. Right, verse Luke, I am your father. Or I remember one fellow around here used to say, Luke, I'm your daddy. Yeah, and then like in like an example of a Mandela in the Forrest Gump movies would be like, brisk walk, Forrest, brisk walk. Oh, what does he say? He actually says, move fast, Forrest, move fast. That's a truth exclusive. Yeah, it's true. So you know a lot about Rotten Tomatoes. I, I, I used to work there. <gasps> Hmm. Six, You're an insider. 16 years. Sounds like you the, have a tone remember, remembering those times. 16 years. Hmm. 16 years. Oh, you're giving uh, Thomas a look not completely unlike the look that Quint gave Hooper in Jaws, which is playing this Friday if you want to. Say it with me, Bob. Uh, where, where, where it's playing? Oh, at the main uh, Imagine? Yeah. At the Imagine Art Theater main complex. It's a tunnel underneath both the, the, the <gasps> movie theaters. And it's a, it's a, you need to, it's like, remember Studio 54? Oh, they had like the basement hmm. where like, 
like everyone like hung out and like did that stuff. Uh, yeah, with the, imagine in the main art theater are secretly the same component and they meet together underground in this underground imagine art theater complex mm. where they only show movies people have seen half of. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, first of all, I never saw the movie Studio 54, but I did watch the spinoff television uh, series Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. That yeah. did very well. That won 17 Academy Awards, none of which were given to them. Right, well, on account of it was a television show. That's Now, do, do the films they show down below, are they only showing the half of the movie you did not see? They actually, to make insult add up to injury they only show the half the movie that you have seen hmm well that probably works out because like what if you were seeing two different tom hank movies you get they're basically all the same you know he pees in every one of his movies he has to pee in everyone yes sir i did know that green mile he peed yeah forrest gump he paid uh-huh the one with a castaway he peed yeah multiple times every time he's in the ocean he was peeing yeah uh mr rogers coming up peace oh yeah he pees on the trolley yeah he does and then uh what's another tom hanks movie philadelphia he pees blood yeah um yeah uh joe versus volcano peace. he puts out the lava sleepless in on. seattle because he had to pee well meg ryan wanted him to i believe splash is a film about pain it is exactly that's correct and uh and put and uh bachelor party he peed in bachelor party oh yeah, yeah i think that, that was the poster or the vhs art yeah every tom hanks movie he's peed yeah what's the what the one where he lived in a mall no an airport the terminal yeah he peed yeah yeah in the burbs he peed all over the burbs. Corey Feldman used to like to watch him pee. Corey Feldman is one of the founders of Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> hmm. Here's my theory on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, this is what I learned working there for 16 years before they became Rotten Tomatoes. And then for the two days, they were Rotten Tomatoes before they asked me to step down so I could work on my medicines. Medicines? Yeah, I'm, I'm inventing a medicine that makes suntans go away. Oh! Yeah, it's going to be very... It's like the white claw of, like, non-existent things you need to have. Uh, would you like to be a sponsor of the Truthcast? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. Yeah, mm, we, uh, I, the, the name of the medicine, and you can only, if everything works out, you'll only be able to get it over the counter if you have money. It's called, oh, damn. So, truth listeners, go to www.geocities forward slash 4791 backslash oh, damn dot org and uh, use dot gov. Oh, dot gov. Dot gov. Backslash truth and use coupon code truth and uh, you can get 20% off your next order yeah you're welcome we got our first sponsor that's great congratulations dickie you've you've snagged our first sponsor which i think kind of goes into what mr coffee is going to talk about with rotten tomatoes and sponsorship i think rotten tomatoes without question has rotten tomatoes rotten tomatoes does is i think they will release a false uh score based on the fact that people will pay them like movie companies will give them like lots of money it's like i'll give you examples of movies i know we're not good but we're given really good stars recently and it's just like that it just i saw the movie and was terrible fast and the furious presents calvin and Hobbes. yeah i don't know if you saw that well they aren't licensed by bill waterston so i don't like to watch bootleg things but it was 66 percent six percent more than the millions they've made so i'm thinking that each million they make they're paid a percentage from the movie company if you saw i saw fast and furious presents calvin hobbs i did not like it i did not think it was good 
You know, Jason Statham made a good Calvin. I did not think he was even anywhere near as uninteresting as the Rocks Hobbs. Should they have maybe cast Tom Hanks as Calvin since he's so already ingrained in the uh, urination culture? It could very well be a better idea. Like Toy Story. Okay, why would Toy Story 4 get a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes when it's an incomplete sentence? Toy Story 4 who? Or for what? Right, exactly. It's like, why do I want to go see a movie? It's like, what happens in this movie? So I only saw half of it, and then I saw the other half of the Imagine Main Art Underground Complex, which I'd already seen, and I still don't know who the movie's for. It's basically like you just saw Toy Story 2 again. And like, you know what? In The Farewell was not a sequel to The Hello. I don't understand that. It makes no sense to me, but it's still 99% on the thing you're like tiffany haddish isn't even in it and i understand there is a middle part it's a trilogy i don't want to correct you because you are the movie guy right uh but hello was the first one farewell third one the middle one of the trilogy is would you like to stay for dinner oh that's good that's good oh you know i have not i, I did not know about that bernie mac was but, in it oh, R.I.P. so it was, yeah so it was uh it was it was filmed a long time ago yeah that's good and like annabelle comes home it's like well, okay well, where else was she gonna go you know she was gonna did the first one wasn't called annabelle runaway you know what i mean but yet on the Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I just think that legit a movie will give, like, say, okay, like, let's say, you know, Dickie, you come in, you got a script about, like, I don't know, uh, chestnuts. And you have, like, you have family history with the chestnut. And you have this incredible script about chestnuts. Morris Chestnut is signed on to do the, uh, to lead. Okay, so it's attached to Morris Chestnut. And you walk in to the Paramounts, to 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 the Lions Gates, to the, you know, Universals. You know what I mean? Universal's connected to the Fords downtown, the Fords plant. I like the parking at the Paramounts most. Right. Okay, so you get it. So you walk in, you say, hey, you know what? I got this movie about chestnuts, Morris Chestnuts in it. Background fade in, open fire. You know, Morris is roasting on it because he did something wrong. And it's like sort of like a visual and it's like for him feeling guilty about stuff, but it's not Christmas, but doesn't talk about Christmas. Tiffany Haddish plays his wacky sister. Right. Great. So you're so they approve it immediately. They give you a hundred million dollars oh. to make this movie. And you're like, okay, there ain't even a car chase in it, but that's fine. I'll do it. I'll put a car chase in it, but you don't need to because all you need to do. I want to try cocaine. That's also it's budgeted in there, right? So oh. it's like you got like you make your movie for ten dollars. You have an iPhone. You got some chestnuts. Morris is nearby. You get some. You, you found footage. You pay your friend ninety dollars. Edit this. Now you got hundred, hundred ninety. You have like ninety some, ninety nine million some dollars left. But you want to make sure people see this movie about chestnuts. So you pay Rotten Tomatoes fifty million to give you at least fifty three percent, and all of a sudden you made all your money back. It's so dumb. Yeah. If I'm doing the math right, I still have uh, Gary the One. Uh, did you just say Gary the one? I said Carrie the one. Oh, I'm doing the math that's in his, my head. That's Gary's sister. Oh, Gary. What? Gary, comma, the one. Oh. Is his sister, Carrie, the one. It's, you know, oh. Right, you know, come on. You know the ones. Yeah. They're neighbors with the twos. They're DJs. The ones and twos. It's, oh. It's exceptional. That sounds exceptional. <laughs> it, it feels like it is. Yes, my family lived uh, very nearby to the ones and twos in New Jersey near the shore. Oh. oh, right. Yeah, makes sense. What was that accent? Sound like you were being disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Bob, I like 
having a movie buddy with you, especially because you don't make me have the spacer seat between us. You're very secure in your masculinity. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, but, a la- I'm a lap sitter. Really? That was on the table. Yeah, if it need be, like, you know what? I get it. You know, you don't necessarily need your space. Maybe you have some, but um, if you don't, that's fine. I just think it would be hard to see the screen. Not for me. No, not for you, but for me. Well, yeah. Well, then you should probably have me sit next to you then. Yeah, like we do. Okay, that's fine. We are on for Jaws, right? Yeah. Okay. The, I think they should have like a... Uh, what do you call those things where they do them all over again? The reboots. The reboot. Yeah, they should have reboot. Yeah, I think they should have reboot for Jaws. Who should play the shark? Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. I think, I think she'd be great. And then uh, we'll That's get to- That's a ten- sexy ass it's, shark. It's a good shark. Just imagine her coming up from the water and be like, ah. We were like pretty interesting. I'd and like then, to audition for Quint. Is that the old guy? Yeah, I'd like to get in that mouth. Yeah, that I'm talking dirty right now, Thomas. <laughs> God, he was. That's that the best part. You're, uh, you, I've never seen you this excited before, Dickie. I know. Did you ever hear a story about Jaws? How that movie was made? How was that movie? Well, made? Steven Spielberg one time when he was fishing with George Lucas, and uh, they caught a bass, and they went to throw the bass back, and he's like, "I don't know, maybe I should keep the bass and sell it because my daughter needs braces." And then Lucas is like, "You mean Jaws?" And Spielberg was like, "Oh shit!" And then he just wrote the whole movie. Was Spielberg mad that Lucas was calling his daughter? Jaws? Yeah, I think he was. That's why they didn't do any of the uh, Star Trek movies no more. Oh, what did Jaws get on Rotten Tomatoes? 114. 114%? Yeah, and then, but it was also one of those green things, which I don't understand. What's a green thing mean, man? I think you had a booger on your screen. No, there's a couple green things right no, there. You can flick that off. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm yep. sorry, my bad. Yep. I think, like, you know, it's like, okay, and like they talk about like, some of these titles for these movies are out right now. It's ridiculous. Like a dog's journey. Like, why would anyone want to listen to Don't Stop Believing by a bunch of dogs? Doesn't make any sense to me. Like, don't like a dog's journey. You don't see a dog's Kansas or dogs hauling oats. I would like to see a dog hauling oats, though. I think <laughs> oats would be played by a poodle. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Girls of the sun. Well, of course they're of the sun. He's the one who, who fertilized them. Uh, that, that sperm talk. Charlie says, I mean, we already saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We know Charlie only had two lines. I think that one's a sequel to Charles in the Chocolate Factory. Or Charles in the Charge. Yeah. Yeah. Accent disappeared right there. Just disappeared. Well, I think when you talk about Scott Bayo, maybe you get a little uh, flustered on account of his penchant towards uh, underage actresses and uh, the president. Yeah, he does like that. He does like the president. I think they should make a do, Thomas. I think they should make, uh, a, I think we should, my next company, I'm working on it, this magazine. It's about uh, making America great again, and I'm going to call it magazine i like it uh, yeah it's gonna be called magazine i think it has a built-in success ratio because by making america great you know and that's his sponsor that's his motto making america great again i know you're part of the one percent on account of the fact that you have your very successful website yeah uh about coffee yeah but are you into uh making america great again i don't know man that seems like a lot of work then like it just does it's just like okay why do i have to make america great again seems like your passion of coffee you should be making columbia great i would but it's far man i mean it's just like who who wants to take a boat there hmm. what about an airplane who wants to fly an airplane when 95 percent of the people who get into crashes survive what about a submarine why would you go underwater when you can be on a boat above water where they have air and what if like okay let's say think about this man like what if you're in a boat 
Um, and then they're like, we should take a submarine. And you're like, fine. So you get in the submarine with like 50 to 100 Russian sailors. And let's say that the submarine freezes in the water and you just, you're in a tomb with like 100 dudes. And it's awkward because like, you don't know your last thing you're going to say. Like, what if it's like, hey, get off my... And then you're dead. And then, like, then you're in a grave. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you want to be in a submarine? Unless you're talking about... Sand- Are you talking about sandwiches? Of course. I, mean, I was talking about the uh, Subway meatball marinara. Oh, that float right there. Yeah, mm. take that. Mm. Yeah, just get rid of the meatballs. Just float right... Th- well, just keep the meatball. Just eat them on the way. The flying statistics earlier reminded me, you and I were speaking during the trailers of Breakfast Club, which I like, Thomas. You should go there sometime. They show trailers from that era. And we hadn't seen... We, neither of us, this is why I think Bob and I are hitting it off so splendidly. Neither of us have seen Gremlins 2 yet, a new batch. So we started talking during the trailer and, uh, his friend is a pilot now. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, Bob, marry, fuck, kill. Okay. Your pilot friend, uh-huh. me or Thomas. Okay. Is my pilot friend in the air at the time? Yes, sir. Is he, is he flying me? Uh, yes, sir. Mm, okay. Um, I'm gonna kill him because I have a parachute. Okay. Okay. I'm probably gonna marry Mary Thomas because he's rich. Well, also Mary Thomas sounds like a very interesting name of a well-read girl who wears plaid a lot. So maybe You're like painting after the- a visual picture. Yeah, Mary Thomas. Uh, and then probably fuck Dicky because you know the word Dicky has a tendency to be all about fucking. Yeah, I won. You won. High score. High score. Yeah. Uh oh. Bad <laughs> news though. Uh, the Roadrunner put an anvil in that parachute. Oh, no. Did he really? Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Meet. Oh. Oh, that was, am I dead now? Uh, yeah, you'll be back. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Well, so Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> you can't trust them. Of course not. It is uh, part of the big media. What about iTunes reviews? iTunes reviews. Um, I stand by them. They have to be real. They're written by someone with a computer. All right. Well, those are real. How about uh, Amazon.com reviews? Uh, there's no possible way that Amazons are reviewing anything. Like, did you see Avatar? No way. They don't they write those skulking Amazonian type creatures, Avatars. They don't, they're not going to sit down being all blue and write something and be like, Amazon's review. How tall? Like, I bet the last guy who reviewed something was like 5'10". That's not Amazon. It's not even a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And unless, you know, unless they're on, unless they're female and on the moon, but that's a rare breed. Those lady avatars sure are sexy. Yeah. Like the cats in the upcoming movie Cats. Yeah. Those scare the shit out of me. Really? I think I may be a furry. Uh, I'm allergic to that trailer. (laughs) I can't stand it. I saw it and I was like, I'm itchy. That's a funny line. I would hope that some fella, you ought to sell that to a fella because that's a good line. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know what else I was thinking? Okay, since we're talking about stuff we're thinking about, I just was thinking about this the other day. You hear that story the other day about that kid who uh, had 526 teeth found in his mouth They're in India, real story, this kid. Were they his own? Yeah. So he had oh, the, I've never done that. I know what he had uh, pains, and it, he thought it was a tumor. And the and the and the den and the doctor opened. He had five hundred and twenty six teeth in his mouth. Now, will this boy? Uh, will he be auditioning for the reboot of Jaws? He could. It's, he could very well do it. But it's that's not. But that's not even the bad news. It's, that's not even the bad news here. If I, he needed braces. Oh, oh my kidding? Are you kidding? He was, his parents were so mad. Not as mad as the Tooth Fairy, though. Tooth Fairy's mad. Man, the Tooth Fairy was a good rock movie. Yeah, wasn't the Dwayne Rock Johnson in that? Yeah, he was. Oh, when you said the good, it was a good rock movie. I thought it meant you meant like it was a musical. 
I think it is. Okay. That makes sense. During the opening credits, the song was playing. Yeah. I think that's what makes a movie a musical. Do you think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson listens to the Scorpion song, Rock Me Like a Hurricane, and he sings, Here I am, me, me like a hurricane. Like, that would be so awesome if that were the case. I want to hang out with Dwayne Johnson now just to find out. <laughs> that would be so great. Yeah. I want to me and roll all night. We will, we will meet you. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> All right. So prove that iTunes reviews are real. Title your review, oh, damn, and use coupon code TRUTH and give us five stars. And uh, this kind of reminds me. I know you probably get this a lot on account of uh, you being a Michigan fella and stuff. Okay. But uh, you look like Michigan comedian J. Chris Newberg. So people should listen to his podcast as well and give that five stars as well and call that review. You can handle the truth. This has gotten meta. This is like Inception. See what they gave Inception. I believe they gave it Infinity. Oh, that makes sense. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Bob Coffey was played by J. Chris Newberg. Chris is a writer, actor, producer, comedian, and musician. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel, The Tonight Show, and America's Got Talent. Chris is also a podcaster. Check out his podcast, Heroin Has a Great Publicist. Chris is also a hell of a great guy. He had a very packed schedule while he was in Detroit, but he made some time for us, and I am super appreciative of that. He is just a supremely excellent human being, on top of being a first-rate entertainer. Thank you, Chris.